You're listening to After the Jack, a McPherson Media Group production. Hello and welcome to another episode of After the Jack. I'm your host here in the Shepparton News studio, Tyler Maher, and uh, alongside me, as always, is Ash Williamson. Ash, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks for having us. Great to be back for another week, and uh, finals are getting ever so close week by week. And uh, Brian Nisbet, the man who just can't stop touching his mic during the info- intro. Uh, Brian, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks very much, Tyler, and good afternoon to you and to Ashley. It's great to be back. All right, we might get straight into it. Uh, there was some big results today, Brian, in midweek pennant. Uh, there's one round left next weekend before finals, uh, and there were some results that certainly shaped the top four in the different grades. So we'll jump straight into it, uh, looking at Division 5 first up. Uh, let's have a look at today's results. It was round uh, 13. February 7. Shepparton Park claimed all the points at Euroa, 46-37. Great result over there. Uh, Marupna, too good for East Shepparton. In a tight one, though, 43 shots to 40, 12 points to 2. Rushworth uh, beat Avenal, claimed all the points, 43-34. And Violettown, too good for Colburn Abbon, 40 shots to 37. Just a quick look at the ladder going into the makeup round. Shep Park on top. 131, Euroa 121, Rushworth in third on 107, Avenal in fourth on 101, and on the outside looking in, Colbo on 91, and then a fair drop to Violettown, Marupna and East Shepparton. Division four, uh, Dookie had a 16-0 win over Tatura Hilltop, 96-36. Eildon, 14, defeated Shepparton Park 2, 55-47. Murchison also a 14-2 win over East Shepparton, 69-45. Seymour, 77-59, defeated Kai Abram with uh, the Bombers getting one rank. And Alexandra, 14-2 over Merrigan, 82-46. The latter, Alexandra, Eildon, Dookie, all safe in the top three. And Shepparton Park on 126 points in fourth, just eight points ahead of Murchison in fifth and 11 points ahead of Tatura Hilltop in sixth. So uh, still a little bit to play for there next week. Yes, and looking ahead to Division 3, round 16, there's actually a couple more rounds to go in this competition, having a few more teams. Uh, today's round, round 16, Nagambi, too good for Yaroa, 99-44, 16-0 sweep there. Also with a clean sweep, Avenal at Shepparton and Golf, 84-52. Uh, Seymour VRI only claimed the one rink, uh, but it was enough against Kybram, 73 shots to 66, 12-4. Also with a 12-4 result, Marupna Golf, uh, 69-65 over East Shepparton. And continuing the trend, which this is unusual to have three in the one round, Shep Park got snuck over the line against Namurka. Good result here for the Parkers, 73 shots to 71, 12 points to four. Looking at the ladder, uh, Seymour VRI on top, 193 points, 20 points clear of Shep Park in second on 173. It's very tight after that, 168 points in third on uh, Namurka. Courtesy of Parks win today, they leapfrog them. Kybram a fourth on 154. Fifth is Avenal on 150. And sixth is Nagambi on 148. Then it drops down a bit to East Shepherd and Yaroa, Shep Golf and Marupna Golf. But second to sixth, uh, sorry, four, uh, third to sixth, there's only 20 points. And those um, sort of uh, fourth, fifth and sixth, 154, 150 and 148. So last spot firmly up for grabs there in the Div 3 comp. Division 2 today, Shepparton Golf 14-2 over Marutna, 89-48. to 
Tally Garupna went down to Marupna Golf by just two shots. 15-1, though, was the uh, overall point split there for the golfers. Seymour, 16-0 over Tatura Hilltop, 94-55. Kyabram, 12-4, 65-63 over Stanhope in a tight one. And Shepparton Park, also in a tight one, 65-62, defeated Brian's East Shepparton, uh, 14-2. Uh, now, Brian, that what does that do to the ladder? It has Kyabram, Shepparton Park, Tally Garupna, um, 186, 178 and 145 points. Um, so the top two set there. And then Tally, golf on four, uh, in fourth on 137, East in fifth on 134. So three points out looking in. Yeah, any chance? Yeah, oh, we play the bottom side, Marupna Golf, next week. Whereas Shep Golf, who are four, three points ahead of us, as Tyler said, they've got to go to Seymour, and Seymour had a good win today. Yep. And I think Seymour can roll them down there, give them a good chance. Well, Marupna Golf certainly not on the bottom after today's uh, win, which uh, um, yeah, was really impressive. Uh, over, upset. over Tally Grutner, and, and that should uh, mean they avoid relegation too, which is important. Yes, and looking ahead to Division 1, some great, um, some interesting results here in terms of the ladder. We'll start with Tat Hilltop beating Rushworth, the reigning Premier, 77 shots to 51 in a clean sweep there, uh, which keeps their finals hopes alive. Uh, the big result here was probably Seymour going over to Kyabra in the top side and winning 79-58, 14 points to two, which puts them right back in the finals picture as well. East Shepparton at home against Ural, 74-66, tight result, 14 points to two. And Shep Park were a chance of sort of um, falling out of, there was a lot of pressure on them falling out of the four, but they managed to come from behind at Smoko and uh, ran over the top. They only won one rink. Graham Mises' rink was the hero, 71 shots to 63, 12 points to four against their arch rivals, Shep Golf. I'm sure Silky would have been pretty happy with his um, morning and afternoon's work against his old club there. So looking at the ladder going into the last round, Kai Abram, uh, well, this is jam-packed. Kai Abram, seven wins, five losses and a draw, 122 points. Now level on points with East Shep. So they've jumped into the double chance. Seven wins, five losses, 122. So only shot difference separating them there. Third is Shepparton Park, seven wins, uh, four losses and two draws, 118 points. Fourth, Shep Golf on 117 points. On the outside, looking into the reigning premiers, Tat Hilltop on 106. And Seymour are on 104. And Euroa 99 and Rushworth, 44. But looking at the last round next week, uh, Shep Park has to go to Seymour, which is no easy task. Euroa is hosting Rushworth. Shepparton and Golf plays Tat Hilltop. And East Shep plays Kyabram. So those four ladder positions now, that could be completely different come next week. Yeah, it's very, very hard to predict in the Edna Harling Shield this year. Brian, what are you, what are you thinking will happen? Oh, well, anything after today's results, uh, I thought golf were a good thing against Shep Park. Even though it was parked, the greens were good there today. But uh, Graham Mines, that's a phenomenal win over Richard Warburton. Uh, the other two rinks got up. But, uh, yeah, a great effort by Park. And... Who, who um, it's hard to predict where the sides are going to finish now and what order anyway. Yeah, look, and I think uh, I think the thing with Shep Park is Graham Miser's rink has had a few of those big results this year. It's probably the other two rinks that have been their major concern, and so it proved again today. It was lucky that 
Myers' rink was able to cover the other two deficits. I mean, um, Di Hans has had an indifferent year by her sort of lofty standard. She's really hardly won a game. I think she's won a rink two or three times for the year. And um, and Paul Warren stepped up to skip in the last couple of weeks, which was previously Mark Thorne's rink. And that, that rink's been up and down all year as well. So they can probably count their lucky stars a little bit that Graham Myers has been in pretty good form most of the year. And, you know, as we see Tyler in three rink contests, one can be enough to get the job done. Yeah, it certainly More can. More often than not. Yeah. Uh, golf um, and park, though, playing fifth and sixth means that um, both of them can't quite be safe yet. But um, I, I suppose you look at it as uh, if, if either of them jag a rink, It'll make um, it, it, it should be enough to get them through. But um, on the flip side, uh, one of them will likely replace... East or Kai, um, if they get up. So it's a, it's a really big last round. Yeah, playing each other, yeah. And um, Kai will probably be kicking themselves given that they had an opportunity to stitch up probably the minor premiership and a definite top two spot and they've let that fall. Um, and, you know, well done to Seymour for getting themselves, you know, back in the picture with a home game to come against Shep Park next week. It'll be a great last round in the Div 1 comp. Yeah, it certainly will be, and that's what we... Um, that's what we want going into That's what we aim for, it. yeah, but this time of the season, um, they have as many clubs vying for that finals spot. Looking at uh, weekend pennant, Brian, from Saturday, just gone. Um, some some big results there as well. Yeah, so I went out and watched my club, East Shepparton, play at Shep Park against Telly, which is uh, Telly's utilising... Last Friday. Yeah, what did I say? Saturday, yeah, that's right. Friday no, no. night. And um, there wasn't much in it after 30 ends when I left, but uh, about 14 shots. But the cream come to the top and their, their four skippers, including Pantling, their new addition, um, Sidey, Ryan was on, on his game as well. They're just uh, too powerful for East. Uh, we've virtually got a Division 2 side, there's no doubt about it, playing Division 1. And that was pretty well proven after Friday night's result. So uh, what the margin in the end was 80? 86 shots. Yeah, look, and um, probably didn't help that, um, you know, a bit of wet weather around. They moved undercover, which would have suited um, Tally down to the ground just in terms of their consistency with their skips and things like that finding their lines and lengths. It didn't, wouldn't have taken them long. Mark Ryan obviously played plenty on the carpet. Mitch, uh, Mitch Sidebottom's one of Vic Open on the carpet. So, you know, that was probably why the margin was as big as it was. Uh, on the grass, I still would have expected Tally to win all four rinks. But, um, yeah, look, it's uh, it was a bit of a bloodbath. And the other Friday night game as well, Brian out at Shep Golf was much the same. Yeah, I saw the last uh, 15 or 20 ends overall and, uh, it was freezing conditions by then, uh, approaching 10 o'clock at night. But, um, yeah, golf were just too good. They took the sting out of the game early and ended up winning by 66 shots. Uh, Foley and all both racked up 30-odd shots, I think, and um, in, you know, 18, 19-shot wins. And Chris Ferguson dropped uh, a four late to to, lo- to to win by less than 20. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they were they were all over them. Was and, it, yeah. Sorry, was yeah, it a go. good crowd, Tyler, out there? Uh, n- there wasn't many left. By the time nah. I was there, I'm not sure if there was a few before that, but um, yeah, probably uh, 
single well, not single fingers probably a dozen of us uh, hanging around the outside uh, watching but yeah. uh, by that time of night it was pretty cold and look uh, it's it's probably been rare for opposition sides in recent years to cop Shepherd and Golf on the back of a regular season loss so you know Tad Hilltop had the unenviable task of trying to catch them on the rebound after Kai beat them the week before and you kind of sense that the golf would have come out with a point to prove and a bit of chip, a chip on their shoulder. They had some rink changes. Obviously, um, on Brett Gunning mustn't have been available to play the Friday night game because I noticed he fronted up in the Div 2 on Saturday. So, um, yeah, Chris Ferguson skipped the fourth rink there and, um, you know, they, they, they tinkered with some combinations with their thirds and things like that. Alan Dove moved over. Um, and uh, Mac Truon was back in leading. So, um you you can't you you got the sense that they were going to put on a show and um and that's exactly what they did, Brian. Yeah, well, Brett Gunning was actually sick Friday night. Uh, okay, but he recovered to um, skip in Division Two on Saturday and went down by two shots. Yeah, yep. Um, and the other Div One results from Saturday, like it was basically the top four playing the bottom four, um, as expected. Kyabram far too good for Marupna in a, in another clean sweep. Actually, I think Tyler predicted four clean sweeps, yeah, and it was only kudos uh, to Greg Fitzpatrick for um, for ruining your multi, skinning me of a, a <laughs> multi of a, a four leg uh, triumph there. But uh, yeah, sixteen two for Shep Park, which. So is up a final spot, Ash. Yeah, look, um, as we expected, it was hard going in the first half. I think we were um, we were about eight shots down overall at the Smoko break. But, um, you know, I sort of said that, you know, our second halves have been really good, obviously, against the sides below us. Um, and, you know, we backed ourselves in and Paul Nichols skipped away after the break. Um, Paul Warren's rent was always in control. Um, you know, Josh Warren's ring had a tough day against Greg Fitzpatrick, but most skippers have, you know, looking at the skip of the year um, results at the moment, you know, Greg's third on the ladder. So um, that was his eighth win of the year. And, and Jeff Boyle, I'm oh, sorry, Dennis Beck did a great job um, with Jeff Boyle dropping down to third. They got over the top of Ben Fletcher in the end. Um, ben Fletcher played some really big bowls, didn't have a lot of luck near the end there. That could have gone either way. But to come away with the three rinks um, and about a 20-odd shot victory was um, really good and, you know, sews up our final spot pretty much. Well, it puts you 51 uh, points ahead of fifth with, what, three games to go. So, uh, I mean, technically it's uh, still just mathematically alive, I think, yeah, uh, by one or two points. But I think um, Stanhope plays Kyber this weekend. Yeah, so it's it, effectively the top four. So I suppose the, um, the, the, the view now looks from the rear view mirror, straight out the front mirror, because you're only 15 points off, off second spot and a double chance. Yeah, look, uh, obviously we've got the ultimate litmus test this weekend, which we'll talk about in, in due course, and then we've got Hilltop and then Tally in the makeup round. So, look, I think um, we've ticked off the main goal that we wanted to accomplish at the start of the year, which was get that fourth spot. I mean, obviously the other three, Kai, Golf and Tally, are clearly ahead of us, and um, someone was going to finish fourth, and we wanted it to be us. And really, you know, we obviously haven't beaten anyone ahead of us, um, but we've held serve against the sides below us, and that's that's our eight wins, or have uh, yeah, I think, well, yeah, it'll be eight wins. Um, so, you know, we've done the job there, and you know, we deserve our chance. I think so, Brian. It's good to see uh, our guest from last week, Kelvin Rogash, 
get promoted to Division One, and apparently he played very well as a third. He he did. He was back. Yeah. Uh, no, he was in my rink with Your Paul, rink, Warren. Sorry, yeah, Paul Warren. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, first Division One game for Calvin, and well done, you know, Calvin. Yeah, did a really good job. Played some nice little upshots there, and um, you know, obviously coming up against golf this week, the the challenge will lift again for all of us, and it's um it's great that he'll be part of it. So it'll be good to see. Any other results, Brian, from the weekend, or you want me to go through them quickly? Yeah, you can uh, go through them quickly, Ash. I don't no. think there was any major upsets in the other, in Division 2 or 3. I'll, I'll start with Division 7. We'll sprint through them. Uh, Division 7, round 13. Alexandra and Ru- Rushworth was a washout over at Alexandra. Interesting. Um, Eildon beat Seymour 51-31, 13 points to 1, and Violet Town beat Avenal 50-43. to Division 6, Kyabram 14-2 over Shepparton Golf, 61-52. Shep Park 12-4 over Dookie, 66-51. Yay, 14-2 over Marutna, 82-44 and a big win, even though they uh, they dropped a rink. And Stanhope 14-2 defeated Euroa, 65-43. Division 5, um, Eildon Alexandra was a washout. They must have got bucket loads of rain over there. Dookie swept Merrigan, 106-61, Colburn Abbott also claimed all the points against Marupna Golf at home, 101-59. Murchison beat Tatura Hilltop, 95-66. And East Shepparton received a forfeit from Seymour VRI. In Division 4, Cabram went to Seymour and won 16-2, 99-80. Tally Group, no, 14-4 over Shep Park, 92-81. to Seymour uh, VRI, 16-2 over East Shepparton in a huge win, 135-60. to uh, Euroa, 14-4 over Tatura Hilltop, 92-85. to In Division 3, some interesting results here. Nagambi at home were downed by Rushworth, 98-74, 16 points to 2. Big result there. Stanhope went to Marupna and won 107-84, 16 points to 2. The big surprise, Shepherd and Golf beat the top side Seymour 99 79, 16 points to 2. And Shepherd and Park returned from Avenal with 16 points to 2, 116 76. Brian, big result there with uh, Seymour getting done by Shepherd and Golf, who are currently in fifth position, but that revives their finals hopes. Yeah, it's an ominous sign. Um, I can. I can see the same thing happening as last season. They've got to be starting uh, having a crisis meeting down there. But last year they didn't lose a game before the grand final. Yes. So this is a different scenario. Yeah. So um, hopefully they can get things back on track and um, you know prove that they are the best side in Division Three. But there's plenty of sides nipping at their heels. Yeah. Well, Nagambi's loss was a bit of a surprise on their home turf. Yep. So. I doubt they'll be playing finals on carpet. So Nagambi's got to, you know, obviously lift on their own track and they'll be playing finals on grass. And they they, they might be in some doubt whether they'll play finals. Mm. Division 2, Kyabram won by three shots over Shep Golf uh, in a good win there, 14-4. Last bowl of the day, apparently. I'm not sure who it was, but I did read that they um, yet got up on the last bowl of the day. Shepparton Park, 17-1 over Tally, 106-72. East Shep, 16-2 over Marutna Golf, 118-84. And Euroa, 14-4 over Tatura Hilltop, 88-78 by uh, 10 shots overall there. So. Probably the big result there in terms of the four was Shep Park getting 17 points to one against Tally. They've got a tough run home. I think they've got to play Shep Golf. Uh, they've got to go to Euroa this week. Um, so... 
yeah, there's a bit of work to do for Shep Park, but certainly that win at home against Tally will do their one, um, do their confidence the world of good. Yeah, and it now puts uh, 33 points between them in fourth and Tally Group now in fifth. The, yeah, big, the, the, the big concern for Park is they've they've got a host of unavailabilities across the grades and their depth will be tested again heading over to your role with a couple of um, thirds who played particularly well last week, Bev Kale and David Gallick, I believe, will both be out. So hopefully they can... Um, Conjure enough points in the last couple of rounds to hold on to their top four spot. Well, Tally plays golf this week, so that's a, a tough assignment for them as well. Yeah, on the rebound. So, uh, Brian, we'll preview Saturday pennant for this weekend. We're sprinting through it this week. Yes, uh, it's round 14 in Division 7, and the ladders Rushworth, Ola Tan, Alex, and Eildon, then Seymour and Avenal. The matches, Eildon fourth play Alex third in the match of the day. I'm going for Eildon to win this one. Rushworth first play Avenal six. Rushworth comfortably at home. And Seymour fifth host Violet Town second. And it's Violet Town to win that. Ra- a division six, round 13. The ladders, Yay, Kai, Park and Yaroa. Stanhope are three points out in fifth spot. Then follows Dookie. They're 14 points out. Shep, Golf and Marupna. Stanhope, fifth player, Marupna, eighth. And Stanhope will win this and keep their final four hopes alive. Yeah, they definitely need it, yep. Yep, Yaroa, fourth, host Park, third. I'm going to go for Park to beat Yaroa. Yeah, hope, hopefully Park's depth's not affected too much. But Shepherd and Gull, seventh, play Dookie, sixth. I'm going for Dookie to win that. And Yay first, play Kyabram, second. In the match of the round, I'm going for Yay at home. Yep. A big trip for Kai Abram to go down to Yay. Always, and, yep. Yeah. Division 5, round 16. Alex, the latter, sorry, is Alex, Dookie, Colbo, Merch. Then Eildon, the 17 points out. Then follow Merrigan, Tad Hilltop, East, VRI and Marupna Golf. Alex, one, play Merrigan, six. Alex to have a good win at home. Eildon, two, defeat Marupna Golf at Marupna Golf. They're fifth yield, Marupna Golf for last. Murchison fourth. I'm going for an upset here to defeat Dookie second. VRI ninth for hosting Colbo third. Colbo, a big winner there. And Tad Hilltop in seventh spot will defeat East Shepparton in eighth spot. Division four, round 13. The ladders Kai, VRI, Yaroa, Tad Hilltop. Tally are 32 points out. And then there's Park, East and Seymour. I reckon the top four set. Yeah, it's set there. The match is Tad Hill top fourth play, VRI second. I'll go for VRI in a close one. Park sixth host, Yaroa third. It's Yaroa for me. Tally fifth host, Seymour eighth. Tally to win that. And Kai first will have a big win over East seventh. Division three. Round 13, Avenal 8th will go down to Shep Golf 5th. Shep Golf are pressing for a final spot. It wouldn't surprise me if they get in there. Yep, They're especially after their Seymour upset. Yep. yep. Park 4th host Stanhope 7th. Park to win at home, even though they've got players out. Yep. Um, Stanhope, would, uh, not a walkover. Must win for They're Park. actually 16 shots positive. And their second bottom. second bottom. Unbelievable, So they're being competitive. Rushworth second host, Marupna sixth. Um, Rushworth to win that. Seymour first host, Nagambi third. And at home, 
You'd think Seymour on the grass would uh, win this one. Two two sides tr- looking to rebound, so it's going to be a two-match losing streak for two very good sides in that comp, which would be unusual at this time of year. Yeah, and the latter Seymour, Rushworth, Nagambi, Park, Shep Golf, Marupna, Stanhope and Avenal. Yes, Div 2. Div 2, round 13. Marupna Golf 8th will go down to Tad Hilltop 6th. I'm going for Park 4. Oh, I was going for Park. I'll stick with him to beat Uroa at Uroa. Well, they had a 50-shot loss to him at home before Christmas, and it's tougher going over there. I think Uroa will be a little bit too strong for our undermanned. Yeah, well, I'll go for Park. Shep Golf 2nd versus Tally 5th. Shep Golf to have a big win, and um, Tally will be finished. East 7th play Coabram 1st. Looking forward to playing against the top side out at East. Hopefully we play them outside, but who knows? The four's locked in, as we said before. Kai, Shep, Shep Golf, Yaroan Park. Yep. Division one, round 13. Yes. The leading tipster here um, in the Shep News for once. Who? Oh, me. Right. Front. Okay. I'm going for Marupna to beat East. Okay, yep. I think They're 87 <laughs> shots better off than East. It's their grand final, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it is. You know, you, you, we talk about the finals race and, and obviously we've spoken about the relegation race a fair bit this year as well, but 28 points on the bottom of the table, East Shepherd and 51. It, this is a, a big swing opportunity for the mm. Cats and, and I, I think they can take advantage of it. I think um, Shep, East Shep's results are trending backwards in the last few weeks. It sort of looks like maybe they've checked out a little bit on the year and not, not, well, I shouldn't say that, but it just looks They've like the skids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, their results are going backwards. There's, they're sort of obviously we know about their depth and things like that, and uh, they're probably looking for the finish line a bit. Whereas Marupna's being competitive against the stronger sides in the competition, and they're improving every week. And there's certainly more signs of optimism there. And I'm going to tip them to get their break their duck as well. Yeah, I think fourteen four, and uh, the more and the. Probably a dozen shots. Yeah, it won't be a lot in it for no. mine, no. Kai second host, Tad Hilltop sixth. Uh, Kai in ominous form, beating Shep Golf, the only side to defeat them. They went close in round one at Shep Golf too, or when the first time they played them. Yep. I think it was round one, the first game we played anyway. And Kai Abram <laughs> um, will win this comfortably. Is, is Tad Hilltop the biggest disappointment of the Div 1 season oh, for you? I think they are. Yeah, look, I think they um, definitely went in with sights set on pinching that fourth spot, particularly with the – you just look at the talent on – you know, I know they lost a lot um, from season to season, but they've still got, you know, the Brendan and Nick Boyd and Peter Lasur and Jason Carter and, um, you know, the, the, there is a lot to work with there. John Atwood – um, you know, there's a lot of experience and there's some, um, some of the guys coming through like Mark Bentley and Ash McDonnell and, you know, they've, they've got a good mix there, but they just haven't fired, you know, in, against some of the sides they probably should have beaten. The, their top eight is, is, you know, close enough to as good as it needs to be, but they haven't been competitive in a lot of games and, mm. and that's probably the more concerning thing that... Um, that, that fire and competitive edge doesn't seem to be there. Like, and, and I don't know where they go 
moving into next season, you know, are they going to be able to recruit and or look at things in a way that's going to improve them going into next season? Because clearly there are things there that need to improve to push up back up the ladder. Um, but yeah, they've certainly been a big, big disappointment for mine. I think Kybram will be too strong for them. Well, they've only won two games, haven't mm, they? Three. Three. They won three, sorry. My yeah, apologies. but, you know, like I think the, the first red flag was sort of losing the Stanhope early on in the season and sort of made me think, well, maybe they're not going to be pushing for fourth like we thought and it just sort of hasn't got any better from, from there on really. They've only sort of beaten, I think, Marupna and and they beat Stanhope the second time around and East. Did they beat East, I think? Yeah, so they've, they need a scalp in, in the run home and, and at, at minimum they need to not lose to Marupna. Mm. Um, so, so they play Kai, Park, Maruna, mm. the last three. Yep. If if you're... They'll be half a sniff against Park because I think yeah. we, we, we might be sort of eyeing off Tally the week after and probably looking at playing him in the elimination final the next week. So that could be the one, you know, where we might be a bit lackadaisical. If you, yeah. Well, they beat Nice twice. Yep. Um, and they beat Stanhope the second time around. So that's their three wins. They mustn't have played. Oh, they might have got washed out against Marupna. They haven't the first played Marupna. Yeah, right. They've got to play them again. I give Marupna a chance against them. Actually, on on their form, we'll see what happens after this week. Yep. Tally third place. Stanhope fifth. Tally will be, you know, too strong. I reckon. I reckon Greg Fitzpatrick will be struggling to win this week. I'll go on eighteen zips. Tally. Yeah. Look. Tally's going to be hell-bent on getting as many rinks as they can, obviously, with seconds still well within their sights, and they'll be keeping an eye on what Kai does as well. So Yeah, one point in the difference there between second and third. Yeah, look, and um, Tally plays golf in the run home, so that could decide it. They've probably got to land an upset there and hope Kai drops a silly one in the last three, but... It seems a bit of a different Kai this year where they used to sort of drop ones that you wouldn't expect and it had cost them a position or two in the four and they'd maybe go from playing a qualifying to an elimination. Doesn't feel that way this year for Kai, so Tally's got to grab every rink they can. The, the, Kai certainly feels like they're warming right up at the right time. And when we spoke about it a lot pre-season that it would take a while for mm. them to gel. And it, it, seems fields. To have, it seems to have clicked. Yeah, look, and... Um, I think probably the big move was Connor Truen um, stepping down a skip um, and going over to third for Brent Rayner. They've played a little bit together um, and Glenn Field sort of maybe going across and skipping Connor's rinks, just giving them a bit of a steadier hand um, and just stabilise their rinks a little bit more. Um, and Paul McInnes has dropped down as a second. Not sure that was um, real cohesive between him and Connor. So tinkering with those combinations has sort of got them going really well at the right time of the year for mine. Well, Rainer was 15 shots down at one stage. Last he, week. Yes, and yep. that, that's a big comeback. Just proved the quality... Of that rink, as you said. Yeah, that's right. And um, and you know, having having Connor there as a third, um, you know, uh, just steadied him up a little bit. And Glenn going over and skipping is a good experience. Hand tally for mine against Stanhope, eighteen zip. Yep, agree. Park and golf. Golf, Brian. Thoughts at oh, Park. At Park. So I think two Division One games at Park on on Saturday. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah tally will be at home. Look, uh, it's interesting. I've I've heard a few little uh, whispers around Park, and they're looking at potentially trying to drop a couple of players back to qual- qualifying for Division Two. And my thoughts on that would be: we need to go in and give ourselves a, the best chance of being competitive against golf. Yes, we're probably going to finish fourth and play finals, 
But we don't want to be going out against Shep Golf and getting battled by 70 because we've, um, you know, tried to drop people back to Division 2 and put people up who, you know, maybe haven't played all year or aren't in form. I think, I think we need to – like, we didn't win a rink against them last time. So I think we need to and – and our combination seemed to be working really well in recent weeks. So I think we need to give ourselves the best chance of pushing them as much as we can. I don't think we can beat them, to be honest, to be real, but – We've got to get closer than we did last time, and I, I hope they don't go down the path of trying to qualify people and, and mucking around with the side against the best side in the comp. Is there any thought to playing uh, <clears throat> Tally Stanhope and, and Golf Park on, on the same green? Well, I, I don't know. Uh, well, we're, we're sort of giving them, uh, Tally, the, the back grass green there, so that'll be theirs um, to play on. Um, but we had a situation a couple of weeks ago where they had two rinks on the one grass green and two rinks on the other because we just had so many sides at home. I think Tally had two sides playing at, at home, which was at our joint, so we had to squeeze them all in somehow. Um, yeah, so it'll be int- interesting to see what happens. I mean, Paul Nichols skipping really well. Paul Warren's um, rink's got going pretty well as well. Um, but, yeah, hopefully we can, you know, at least maybe pinch a rink or two off them and, and improve on last effort. 16-2 for me. Yeah, 16-2 for me. Yep, Who, I agree. Who's who's taking the ring for Park? Nichols. Yeah, I'll give Nichols a good chance. Now, there's something I did want to raise just before how long. We've been going 30 minutes. That's pretty good. Um, Park have got a meeting on, on Friday night for pennant players. And on the agenda, and I imagine this will be on the agenda at all clubs, is conditions of play for pennant next year. Brian, your ear's pretty close to the ground. Have you heard any whisperings or murmurings about what might be on the agenda? I've got an idea what it could be. Are there changes afoot? 21 ends, I reckon, will come in. Yep. And I think, and I spoke to Tyler before we went on air, Tyler believes that it'll help the clubs down the ladder, particularly in every division, because there can be blowouts of Mm. um, 20 or 30 shots in those last five ends. Yes, Across the board. Yep. And I reckon um, it'll make it more competitive. I think as an equalisation strategy, <coughs> excuse me, 21 ends straight through yep. is, is a much better uh, or, or will do much more yep. than, than three rinks across the board. Well, because that's, that's the other one they've been talking about is three rinks. And I know Murray's gone down that path um, and it, with the argument that it helps smaller clubs, they don't have to find... Um, they don't have to find 12 players instead of 16. But I think in Division 1 and in the higher grades, you know, there might be some angst towards that because suddenly you go from playing Division 1 to being out of the mix there completely. Um, I'd be a big supporter of 21 ends straight through and earlier start times. Um, if you're going to play straight through, you could start at 10 and be done by, I don't know, 2.30 or something like that, um, which would free up the rest of your afternoon. Brian? And- and Tyler was receptive to Division One staying with four rinks mm. and perhaps going down to twelve in the other divisions. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd agree with that too. Um, yeah, I would too. Because um, as we see in the midweek competition with three rinks, sometimes one big rink result can swing a swing an overall. And I think in the Division One Saturday comp, you know, like um, you you, you might have bigger upsets because of that happening, which might not be a true reflection of who the better side is sometimes. No, but I think that would help East Shepparton, who was struggling 
for, um, you know, we've lost players, a lot of Division yeah. 1 players and it helped Rushworth, mm. who haven't picked up any really new players except the Nicholsons. Yeah, and, you from, know, um, you, look, you look at the smaller clubs like the Murchisons, the Dukies and that sort of thing, you know, instead of only maybe fielding one side, they might be able to field two, you know. Um, and I think that's what you have to balance is what are you making who are you making these decisions for is it going to favor a majority or or is it going to only support a minority and 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 looking at all those different factors and i think it'd help even seymour who haven't picked up any new players it's the same yeah if they go up into division two and they'd be favorites i think they'd be happy with a 12. earlier start times would also help the likes of yield and alexandra i guess with their travelling, they'd have to leave earlier, but at least they wouldn't be driving home so late as well. So there's a few things that I'm, I'm very interested to attend the meeting on at our club on Friday, and I'm sure other clubs will discuss it too. Plenty to discuss, and I believe Brian has locked in uh, the central uh, – the, sorry, the central – the Gold Murray Bowls region president, Alan Rogers, for next week's show. Yes, at- and hopefully you have Carla Miles from Shep Golf, a lady on our show the following – week fantastic we'll be able to ask alan all those questions uh for ourselves and also uh, our listeners excellent well uh we might leave it there brian nice and short and sharp and um yeah thanks thanks for joining us all thanks very much thank you that was after the jack a mcpherson media group production